know, we we spend a lot of time talking about healthcare here on the show for good reason. It's important to all of us, and uh, we know that we've got a situation going on um, in Alberta right now, right? And whenever we do, we get into a conversation about how we come up with more. Um, more of the staff that we need. That's the biggest issue we're facing. We talked with Dr. Shazma Mathani yesterday, the ER doc, saying, you know what? Human resources are, are the problem right now. We're, we're, we just don't have the, the number of people that we need to, to run the wards and, and the rest of the way that we need to be doing it right now. So then we get into the conversation of how do we, if you can say create more or find more or bring more on board, how do you do that? And, uh, like I said, that's, that's a long-term situation. I don't think we can do anything that's going to help us immediately, unfortunately. Um, but it's important things to talk about. But we do know it's important to hang on to the ones that we do have, right? Retention. Let, let's keep the healthcare workers in Alberta that are in Alberta right now. We don't want them going to other areas. Um, there's a campaign underway in our province right now to change the way that we designate licensed practical nurses. And it gets right to the heart of this matter because... Alberta rules kind of put us at a disadvantage compared to a bunch of other places on this topic. So we're going to chat now with Kathy Howe, who is the executive director of the Alberta Association of Nurses. Kathy, thanks so much for joining us. I appreciate your time today. Yeah, uh, good morning, Jay. Thanks for having me. Let's just, uh, so we all understand what we're talking about here. Let's Can we just go through the different designations that nurses have in Alberta? They're not all viewed the same by the system. Can you break that down for us? Yeah, you bet. So we have licensed practical nurses you've just been referring to. They are uh, a group of nurses. They have a two-year diploma education. And uh, you find LPNs working primarily on the front lines working with patients who tend to be uh, more stable, whose outcomes are more predictable. That would be that. Uh, then we have registered nurses. Registered nurses um, have a four-year uh, con- uh, university degree. You find registered nurses uh, working on lines as well, uh, often in positions of, of charge or in very acute positions such as in the ICU, the trauma areas of an emergency department, etc. We also have nurse practitioners who are prepared at a master's level and have a much broader scope of practice, are able to uh, work much more independently. Uh, we also have registered psychiatric nurses, nurses who have a, uh, either can have a two-year diploma or a four-year and who's practice really focuses on caring for people with mental health issues. So those are sort of the four disciplines that we see in Alberta. Okay. And obviously all different levels of education, all different levels of, you know, work that they do. Um, when we talk about licensed practical nurses, and I know there's a campaign to get their designation changed, how are they viewed? Uh, from what I was reading, it's sort of almost in a way auxiliary nurses or assistant nurses on a different level, right? right, Shea. What you're talking about really is uh, something that's been designated to them in the Labor Relations Act. Right, so yes. this was, yeah, so about 20 years ago when um, they were sort of determining what bargaining units would be in health and what disciplines would be in each of the uh, bargaining units. At that time, licensed practical nurses were functioning more as a as a nursing aide. In fact, that was kind of the birth of LPNs way back in the war. Uh, we, we started introducing this uh, nursing aide concept really to help nurses. And nurses, in that case, were referring to registered nurses, with uh, help patients with things like feeding or bathing or dressing, kind of what we call activities of, 
of daily living. And, and, you know, 20 years ago, that was still the primary focus of the LPNs. The education was much shorter, less than a year. So that was the work they were doing, and that was a really appropriate place. And, you know, other people in that group, uh, auxiliary nursing with the healthcare aide or an orderly or a service worker are all in that sort of category of auxiliary nursing. But over the last 20 years, uh, licensed practical nurse, the role, the education, the responsibility has really gone from a nursing aide to where it is today as a, you know, professional nurse with a, with a, a specific scope of practice. They don't work under RNs or under nurse practitioners. They work with them. They're accountable for their own work. And so there's been a lot of change, but the labor, uh, sorry, labor relations act has not changed and it hasn't kept up. And so they still have them categorized as auxiliary nurses. And that's really what this group of LPNs are advocating to change. Is that fair? I mean, let's take a look at what happens in other parts of the country. Are they treated differently? Do they have a different classification, say, in BC or Ontario or Saskatchewan? Is it different? Well, I would say that it's, um, I can't speak to other provinces, but I can say it certainly is fair. Um, I, I, you know, they're not doing an auxiliary nursing role anymore. Right. They are providing direct care. And so, you know, so that's a fair change. It won't change their scope of practice. What they can do in the workplace will not change. Uh, I don't imagine it will change their rate of pay, their, their union contract, right. you know, wouldn't be changed as a result of that. But I think it goes to what you were speaking about in your introduction when you talked about really valuing nurses yeah. and not being able to afford to lose any nurses anywhere. And, and so if you know, I, this started as a small group of LPNs, and uh, if you're following them on Facebook, you can see their numbers are just growing and growing. And so it obviously is a concern to a lot of LPNs in Alberta. And so, you know, it's outdated language uh, that happens in these documents. And, and likely, you know, it's very much time to, to get it updated and get it to accurately reflect what licensed practical nurses do. And if that values them or makes them feel more valued, there's absolutely merit in doing that. And, and I, you know, I imagine there's some concern. I'm seeing some things on the text line. Well, wait a minute. They don't have the same education. They don't have the same training. We're not talking about saying, oh, suddenly they're going to be, they're going to be registered nurses or, or nurse mm -hmm. practitioners, right? It's just we're going to change the way we designate the work that they do to bring it up to the reality of what it is they actually do. Yeah, it's, it really is just updating the language. It's not changing what they're doing. It's not changing their scope. But, and it really is around, uh, those LPNs who work, um, you know, primarily for Alberta Health Services, Covenant Health, the large employers, and who are represented by a bargaining unit, which happens to be the, uh, AUPE. And it's, it's just how that language is worded, um, in the contract. Um, but it doesn't change them. They don't, it's not going to change their scope or the work that they're doing. It's going to change right. the language. And I, I think there have been efforts in the past to just change it and then discovered, oh, you can't just change it. It's actually in the Labor Relations Act. And so that's where it needs to be changed. And so that's what they're advocating for. They're saying, yeah, let's do what needs to be done to get this language updated. It would that, um, is there an issue around retention, I guess, is the first question. Is there a problem with, you know, um, LPNs taking a look at other places and saying, you know what, we're treated differently, perhaps we're treated better, and that's something that, you know, are we having an issue with retention? Well, I think 
overall, we're having a reti- uh, an issue with nursing retention, and we're seeing increased nursing uh, vacancies in the province. Mm-hmm. Um, we're not really seeing the number of nurses registered to work in the province decreasing. The numbers are very comparable. Um, we, you know, the RNs and NPs very comparable to last year. The LPNs are just in the process of renewing, so we won't have those numbers until into the new year. But very comparable, but not enough nurses working the number of shifts we need them to or they used to do in the healthcare issue. So I would say retention, you know, is an issue. Uh, you can leave to go to another province, but you can also kind of leave uh, and stay within your province. So by that, I mean maybe giving up your permanent position, not working as many shifts, not picking up as many shifts. And, and I think we've talked about that a lot, and, and that certainly is an issue in Alberta right now for nurses. Yeah, sure is. Kathy, great insight. I really appreciate your time today. Thank you so much. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance <laughs> recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.